Welcome back to the Kick and Post YouTube channel. Today I'm here to bring you guys some Dynasty by Lows. Just a couple gems that I feel like based on their ADP currently, you'll be drafting them way higher next year. Not any 15th or 16th round flyers, but guys that are at a good age and situations are going to get better or there's potential for them to take off um, in this upcoming season. All right, let's get into it. Well, first, I'd like to start off with a guy like Cam Akers going into his third year as a running back for the L.A. Rams, taken in round two, pick 52, um, high draft capital for a running back, uh, turning 23 this year. And we saw Cam, a guy who was going at the back end of the first round last year in startups, uh, projected to be possibly a top 10 overall dynasty back. Uh, definitely redraft wise was projected probably top 10 to top five overall finisher as a back based on the offense he was going to be in, um, him being handed the keys as a workhorse, the potential he showed as a rookie, and unfortunately, preseason, he tore his Achilles, which for a long time has been seen as the death sentence for any running back. Uh, takes away all explosion, long get-back time from recovery, um, just, just an overall debilitating injury for running backs, right? But we see this player at age 22 – tears Achilles preseason, and is able to fight his way back into a, I mean, pretty much starting role by week 17, right? Um, plays in the playoffs. Of course, it's a little bit of a running back by committee because after he tore his Achilles, the Rams acquired Sony Michelle in the offseason for a six-round pick, I'm pretty sure, from the Patriots. You know, they like to sell their guys for really cheap. And it was an RBBC of him, Daryl Henderson, Sony Michelle. But you could see that they were still trying to get most of the work to Cam Akers. Now, my take on this is if he's not looked at highly by the organization, right, what is the push to bring him back for the playoff run when you have a guy like Sony Michelle who is getting the job done somewhat and Daryl Henderson who gave you that burst and pass catching ability as a secondary back? I think you get all you need to see with them pushing his comeback in my opinion, not too soon, but pushing his comeback for that playoff run because they feel like he was the guy that will benefit them in terms of game scheming. He did have the burst, the speed, the agility. He gave them a lot more juice than the running backs that they had on the depth chart, which is why I believe the fact that he's going behind guys like Antonio Gibson in this upcoming draft, right? He's like the RB15 or RB14 in drafts right now. It's just a little bit undervalued. Right, he's in a better offense than a guy like Antonio Gibson. Um, granted, with the the RBBC fears are still there, but talent wise, he's more talented than a lot of the guys going ahead. And if we're talking dynasty, he's only twenty two, going on twenty three this year. I think he's one of the top five backs under twenty three, in my opinion, in terms of uh, where he is. That offense just resigned Matt Stafford, just signed Allen Robinson, still working to get OBJ back. Um, Cooper Cup's under under contract, there'll be a lot of red zone opportunities for a running back like Cam Akers. And I feel like we're underplaying that and understating that a little bit. All right? So in my drafts, I'm going to be trying to acquire him quite a bit. In trades, I feel like his value is kind of held up somewhat. But you might be able to go out there and, and throw out an Antonio Gibson in a second. And, and I feel like nobody would say no to that for Cam Akers. Right? So if I'm you, I'm going out and I'm acquiring all pieces of Cam Akers while I can. 
I'm not going to lie. This video was something I was projecting to make probably the end of the season, like as soon as the Super Bowl ended, especially after that poor performance against the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Um, and I almost decided to, to do away with the with the video because I was like, there's no way Cam Akers' value is going to dip after the playoff run he had coming off of injury. Everybody's going to be hyped to get him on their teams next year. But the ADPs haven't adjusted. So while people are still underplaying how good Cam Akers has been this year, I mean, how good Cam Akers has been in the playoffs um, and not really projected outward, take, take advantage of those ADPs a bit. Get, get some Cam Akers on your team. Uh, the next guy I'd like to talk about is a Jerry Judy. Round one, pick 15 two years ago for the Denver Broncos. Now, he hasn't taken off to the effect that we thought he would. He's on a team with Cortland Sutton, who was injured uh, during Jerry Judy's rookie year. So we expected Jerry Judy to be a target monster. But unfortunately, he was catching balls from Brett Ripien, Drew Locke, and even a game where Philip Lindsay started the game, right? So his quarterback situation his rookie year was chalked, over, wasn't working out, right? So we're expecting a breakout sophomore year. Um, they add nothing to the receiver position. Of course, Cortland Sutton comes back, but uh, barely a year removed from a torn ACL, we expect his production to be a little bit underwhelming, which it was. Um, they upgrade the quarterback position from uh, Drew Locke to Teddy Bridgewater, which using the word upgrade is a bit uh, – how do I even put it? Like that's not that – you can't really use upgrade. They kind of side grade from Drew Locke to Teddy Bridgewater. But we did expect his target volume to go up because the passes that Teddy likes to hit are kind of the part of the field that Jerry Judy operates predominantly, right? So we go into the season, first game, and Jerry Judy is killing the first half against the Giants. But right before they go in at half, Jerry Judy suffers probably the the red ring of death equivalent to players' seasons when it comes to production in terms of type of injury that he he suffers, right? High ankle injury. Now, this injury, though able to bounce back probably after six weeks, lingers for a lot of the year. We've seen it debilitate a Christian McCaffrey season. We've seen it debilitate Alvin Kamara a few years back, um, Saquon a year ago. Once you hit that high ankle sprain, your season is, is in jeopardy pretty much. You're going to be able to produce, but nowhere close to the levels that you would completely healthy. Right. So I don't want to write off the season, but it's very fair to say that a lot of his production was stunted by that high ankle sprain. Right. So he comes back, has mediocre games. But again, he's not playing with any high level quarterback talent. So I figured with, again, the acquisition of Russell Wilson via trade, um, his ADP would skyrocket because people would say, OK, finally, he's playing with a competent quarterback. Um he did get drafted to be that number one guy there. Yes, Cortland Sutton's still there, but Noah Fant is gone, right? So I'm not saying that the targets are wide open, but a few valuable targets will be, you know, kind of shuffled his way with a way better quarterback. But his ADP hasn't completely adjusted at all. If anything, it's kind of, it got baked into early startup drafts when people thought that Russell was going there. And then when Russell got confirmed there, you figure it would go up a tad bit, seeing that Jerry Judy's 22 going on 23 this month. Um, still a fairly young receiver, high draft capital, some level of production, right? So people would be projecting his highest value rather than kind of like the base. But I feel like he's still been being drafted at his base. Um, you have wide receivers going ahead of him that are elevated in age. Um, 
and in my opinion, not in as good a situation as he is, right? Um, so me personally, I'm attacking Jerry Judy in drafts, not so much trades, because a lot of people who do have Jerry Judy, this is their opportunity if they feel like getting out from underneath that deal um, to trade high. Um, he is dem- he is being demanded a lot back, is what I want to say. Whatever you are looking to offer up, people are going to try to squeeze a little bit more because they know this might be, if he doesn't produce this year, this might be their highest sell opportunity on a guy like Jerry Judy. But at 22, uh, round one capital, you kind of have to take that flyer on on that guy, right? And to close it out, I know, hear me out, Trevor Lawrence, right? For a quarterback to be... Um, labeled as the best prospect coming out since Andrew Luck um, and have a rough rookie year, right? Granted, he's not a Lamar Jackson type or a Justin Fields type where their legs could really produce, but don't get it twisted. He's not just solely a pocket passer. He is an athlete as well. There is rushing upside to this quarterback. For him to be projected to be the number one prospect quarterback-wise coming out and have a rough rookie year, But he was dealing with a lot of turmoil with the Urban Meyer situation, not having a set offense, not having many weapons, right? Losing DJ Chark early in the year. Uh, Marvin Jones adding Laquan Treadwell midseason. No quote-unquote wide receiver ones for this guy, right? To go through all of that, there is an expectation for his, his ADP to drop. There's an expectation for some of the hype to die down. But we're going into a season now where Doug Peterson is going to be his quarterback. He's been pretty solid with quarterbacks. He was the head coach out there when Carson Wentz was on his MVP uh, level play in in Philly. Granted, Frank Reich had a lot to do with that, but Doug Peterson was the head coach out there. Um, They were able to pivot when Nick Foles got out there, still win the Super Bowl. So I feel like his coaching has upgraded. Um, He should be getting Travis Etienne back this year. Of course, we lose James Robinson for we don't know how long, but Travis Etienne, um, college teammate of his, they'll have some form of chemistry going into the season. We could expect Travis Etienne to play a role where he catches balls out of the backfield. Good yak ability also would benefit Trevor Lawrence from a, from a dynasty, well, not dynasty, from a production perspective, right? So we could expect his scoring to go up from that angle as well. Um, prize picks has his over for the year at 39 3950 passing yards. I think he's going to throw for at least 4000. So I like that as well. I feel like they added Christian Kirk, they added Zay Jones, they added Evan Gra- um Evan Ingram, which granted none of those names sound super enticing, but they're working towards improving his his receiving core, right? And the NFL draft hasn't happened yet. And if they add any of these receivers in the draft, you could you could bet that his ADP will, will go up a slight tinge if, if they get one of these elite uh, wide receivers by chance, which, as is, as I see it now, probably not. There's We have the number one pick. Um, it doesn't look like we're trading out of the number one pick. But if we take Evan Neal, which I hope we still do, even though we kept Cam Robinson on a franchise tag, the offensive line is just going to get better, which also is a benefit for a guy like Trevor Lawrence. So with him being rated as the number 12 quarterback in Dynasty right now, behind guys like Derek Carr, which, yes, his situation went crazy and that offense should be electric and he's going to be throwing for a lot of yards, um, or behind guys like Russell Wilson, 
who is 33. We're looking at a 22-year-old quarterback, um, again, labeled as one of the best prospects coming out, and you're able to get him at at my at my estimations, if this year pans out how we plan it to, you're going to get him at an, an elite discount, right? He'll be a top 10 pick in Superflex startups if he booms this year, right? So that's been my three guys, Dynasty by Lowe's, go out and send trades. Um, I was able to acquire Trevor for, I got Trevor the 107 and the 207 in this year's draft for Lamar for a team I was trying to rebuild. I feel like at the end of next year, that deal would look like a steal on my end if he booms, right? I feel like he'll be right right up there. Of course, you won't be able to match Lamar's rushing ability, but the scoring will be solid, right? I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. Um, this will also be on the podcast going forward. All our videos that we do like this will also be split on the podcast, so welcome. And uh, without further ado, that'll be it. Thank you all.